This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. Five topics in about 10 minutes for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, the future of Gaza. We aren't set up here on Skywatch TV, as I've said before, to do breaking news. What we try to do is look at some of the broader issues involved in the news stories of the day and how we as Christians process them. The future of Gaza is obviously a major question that will need to be addressed. And according to Bloomberg on Tuesday, this is a conversation that's begun now between the Biden administration and the Netanyahu government in Israel. This, of course, assumes that Israel is successful in ousting Hamas and its terror infrastructure from the Gaza Strip. There are three possible solutions that are being put forward. First, involving a multinational force to keep the peace in Gaza, which could potentially involve American troops. A second option, a peacekeeping force modeled on the one that oversees the 1979 peace treaty between Egypt and Israel. A third, putting Gaza under the temporary oversight of the United Nations. Now, the U.N.'s got observers and peacekeepers in the north of Israel. They've got a base on Mount Hermon, actually on the summit of Mount Hermon, formerly the location of the highest man-made place of worship on earth. (laughs) Um, And yet Hezbollah continues to lob rockets in from Lebanon. So you kind of begs the question, what good are they? Anyway, the sources who spoke to Bloomberg News asked not to be identified. They did say that the conversations are very early. A lot can change. It is uh, likely that all three options would be politically dangerous for both Joe Biden and Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, not to mention the uh, Arab states involved in brokering this kind of deal. It's likely that there is no solution that will make everybody happy and that the ultimate solution agreed to will make nobody happy, which could lead to the situation being right back where it was. The fact is, however that uh, contrary to what U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres said last week, that this, goes, this, this problem stems back 56 years, which would put it at 1967, as though Israel is somehow responsible for taking territory in 1967. Remember, in the Six-Day War, Israel was attacked by a coalition of its neighbors. If Israel goes back to the pre-1967 borders, well, two things. First of all, they're not defensible which is kind of the point. That's why the world wants Israel to go back to those borders. Secondly, it would make Israel the first country in the history of the world compelled to give back territory it took in self-defense. Well, uh, in 1973, up until 1973, Egypt was in control of the Gaza Strip. So Guterres' statement was just factually and historically inaccurate. Egypt controlled Gaza until 1973 after the Yom Kippur War when Israel took the Sinai and then gave it back, wanted to give Gaza back to Egypt. Egypt refused to take it. The Arab states in the region don't want the Palestinians either. So as I say, whatever the future of Gaza holds, it's not likely to make anybody happy. Meanwhile, on Wednesday, Saudi Arabia criticized an Israeli airstrike at the Jabalaya refugee camp That took place on Tuesday. The IDF said the airstrike killed the commander of Hamas's central Jabalaya battalion, Ibrahim Biari. Israel said it targeted a tunnel complex uh, run by Hamas, of course, under the densely populated Jabalaya refugee camp. Uh, They believe that Biari was involved in the planning for the attack on uh, the terror attack on October 7th. Palestinian reports stated that dozens of people in the area were killed during the strike. AFP, which is a French news agency, said... They witnessed at least 47 bodies being recovered from the scene. But here's where things get really complicated. Again, the Saudis criticized Israel for this, but the Houthis, who now control Yemen, they are backed by Iran. 
They, the Houthis and Saudi Arabia, have been involved in a war in Yemen for the last couple of years. The Houthis essentially have declared war on Israel. So who does Saudi Arabia side with in this conflict? Things are getting complicated, and that leads to topic number four, World War III. Starting last month, top Ukrainian officials began pushing a new narrative that World War III has already begun. Now, we've been saying something similar here on this program for months as well. The head head of Ukraine's National Security and Defense Council, Alexei Danilov, made that claim in early September. Uh, This narrative shift began when it became clear that Ukraine was losing the war. Time magazine now, the latest corporate media outlet here in the West, to admit that um, Ukraine's military does not have the manpower to fight off the Russians at this point. So Kiev is trying to find new ways to draw in European supporters, especially Germany. And significantly, this week, Germany's defense minister, Boris Pistorius, said in an interview that German residents must get used to the idea of war in Europe. He was responding to questions about uh, Germany being slow to rearm itself after sending a lot of its weaponry to Ukraine. And, uh, of course, in the conflict uh, there in Ukraine continuing, Russia appearing to be solidifying its gains in southeastern Ukraine and the possibility of the conflict in Gaza and Israel spilling over into a broader Mideastern war. Remember, Germany has sent a couple thousand special ops troops to Cyprus ready to deploy in case that war does widen. Um, Is all of this alarming? Yes, yes it is. But just remember Matthew 24, verse 6, Jesus speaking, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Topic number three, chaos in Los Angeles. 29 cities and counting in Los Angeles County are suing L.A. County over its zero bail policy that went into effect at the beginning of this month as a result of another lawsuit, beginning of October, I should say. In their lawsuit, the cities allege that the new policy does not take into consideration the protection of the public, safety of the victim, seriousness of the offense charged, previous criminal record of the defendant, and the probability of his or her appearing at the trial or hearing of the case. Under the new bail schedule, assault, stalking, domestic battery, violation of a protective order still require cash bail, while human trafficking, battery on a police officer, and sex with a minor trigger a judicial review, optional cash bail. However, most individuals arrested for most offenses will either be cited and released at the scene of the arrest or booked and released at the police station with orders to appear in court for arraignment at a later date. Previously, they were brought in, locked up, and only released when they posted bail. Well, to that end, a new study comparing California repeat offenders who posted bail with those who were let out with low or no cost Bail under zero bail policies found that the latter group reoffended more often, more quickly, and were accused of 200 times more violent crimes. That would be the red bars on the chart on the screen behind me. It's no surprise then that among those supporting that lawsuit against Los Angeles County are Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna. Los Angeles County Deputy District Attorney Jonathan Hatami, who is uh, challenging District Attorney George Gascon, whose election was financed by George Soros, 
Uh, he's challenging Gascon in the 2024 election. Topic number two, the biden apocalypse. I just coined that term. I think we'll probably see it more and more in use in the years ahead. President Biden signed a new executive order on Monday to establish new standards for safety and security of artificial intelligence. Seeks to balance the needs of cutting-edge technology companies with national security and consumer rights, creating an early set of guardrails that could be fortified later by global agreements and uh, congressional legislation. Uh, Before signing the order, Biden said AI is driving change at warp speed. Oh, good, another Operation Warp Speed. Uh, carries tremendous potential as well as perils. Yes, uh, this is a disruptive technology, no question. Artificial intelligence has, we've speculated that AI could be used to create a lifelike simulacrum that uh, is worshipped as the image of the beast. An image in that context, by the way, does not mean picture or video. It means an idol, something that gives locality to the spirit being worshipped. As Elon Musk said, and I think he's right, the development of AI may very well be summoning the demon. Joe Biden hopes to contain it. Good luck with that. Coming up, Halloween, literally a clown show, especially on our college campuses. I'll explain why next on 5 and 10. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the Before Genesis Master Collection. When you order the Before Genesis Master Collection from the SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive the brand new book, Before Genesis, the Unauthorized History of Tohu, Bohu, and the Chaos Dragon in the Land Before Time by Dr. Thomas Horn and Donna Howell. In this phenomenal new work, you'll learn about the debate raging between the old Earth and the young Earth creationist groups, what the Earth was like during the without form and void era of Genesis 1-2, how ancient archaeological sites like Gobekli Tepe and the Doorway of the Serpent point to an intelligent race of beings on Earth alive before the time of Adam and under Lucifer's fallen influence. And for the first time ever, the conclusion to the events of Genesis that merges all contributing voices from not only the young and old creationist groups, but the scientific community as well into one balanced and agreeable climax. But that's not all. You'll also receive the amazing DVD, What Lies Beneath, The Lost Secrets of the Watchers Below Gobekli Tepe, featuring archaeologist and author Dr. Aaron Judkins and best-selling author Derek Gilbert as they reveal Gobekli Tepe's historical use as a place of watchers worship, the evidence of a cult that venerated human skulls and reptilian creators, and the links between the god of Gobekli Tepe and the Bible. Also included in this must-have master collection are the digital, downloadable ebook versions of the Earth's earliest ages, Unearthing the Lost World of the Cloud Eaters, and the Apocrypha, including the Book of Enoch. These three masterpiece works will be available for download immediately when you place your order for the Before Genesis Master Collection and are being included in this offer absolutely free. All of these items hold a retail value of over $85. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. So don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. You can also visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Before Genesis Master Collection right now. Item number one today, a literal Halloween clown show. 
So you, you know in the 21st century now, just about the worst thing you can do is to culturally appropriate someone else's culture. And at Halloween, there's always that risk. If you dress up as a member of a historically marginalized culture, you are appropriating that culture. And that's like one notch below actual racism on the uh, offense-o-meter. Well, um, we, we now know, thanks to the research of a well-meaning freshman at George Washington University named Nyla Moxley, that clowns are offensive. Why? Because, she claims, clowns have a distinctly racist origin. 150 years ago, she writes, a couple of actors created a character called the Tramp Clown, which was intended to grossly depict black people who'd been displaced after emancipation and the end of the Civil War. So, clowns, offensive. When you actually dig deeper into history, you find that the clowns originated, the oldest known clowns in history date back to the 5th dynasty of Egypt, 24th century B.C. That's roughly contemporaneous with... Sargon the Great of Akkad. Uh, the modern clown, oldest known versions, um, late 16th century, the Elizabethan era in England, decades before European settlers established lasting colonies here in the United States, before racism began in North America, according to the 1622 Project. So, no, clowns, not offensive. Scary, maybe, but not offensive. Skywatch TV continues our six week. This is the final, by the way. Uh, of our six episodes on the book Before Genesis by Donna Howell. Don't miss this program. What do we make of really, really ancient sites like, uh, well, the Great Pyramid of Giza, uh, Gobekli Tepe, Karahan Tepe, um, other sites like that? Is that evidence of a pre-Adamic civilization? Not a theological hill to die on, but really interesting to contemplate. Was there a supernatural rebellion prior to the creation of humanity, humankind? That's uh, our program for this week. You'll find it at skywatchtv.com. The website there has all of our video content. You can also see it at Roku, Apple TV, the uh, YouTube channel for the main program at Skywatch TV Now, or our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash skywatchtv, or you can catch, catch it in all of our video content at our mobile app. Our free app brings you all of our video content, bypassing the gatekeepers of big tech, by the way. comes from... Uh, the servers of the Christian company that's developed the app for us, they will not cancel us from our own app. Um, other features available on the app, uh, Bible module, news updates three times a week, a, a place to donate if you're so led, and more. It's available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. Again, it's a way to guarantee that we are never canceled. Uh, just get our free app. We've got details on how to do that at the website, skywatchtv.com, and you'll find the link in the top menu bar. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.